0: I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Quits on a podcast. Once again, I'm Josh Lemonov, and welcome by the one and only man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, future Jiu jitsu World Champion angel ortega we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week boys we have uc vegas 83 to recap uc 296 fight week is going on as well as a bunch of news to go over uh Jake paul is also fighting this weekend but seemingly nobody knows about it um so we have that a preview as well um before we get into all the action as always we're brought to you by rogue energy and elixir so rogue keep me filled up keep me going throughout my day whether i'm at the gym or at home they get me to the finish line and they can help you get there as well with code sound off a checkout for 10% off elixir.com. They're the exact opposite They're going to get you to unwind to relax with their Delta H products. Code sound off for them as well. Personally, you know, had a, had some fun over the weekend played played Lego Fortnite, you know, took a couple of those <laughs> took a couple of those Delta H from Elixir, you know, chilled out, you know. And you guys should do the same. A lot the big fights this weekend. Go ahead and relax with that, you know. Uh, but regardless, whether you want Rogue Energy or Elixir, it is code SoundOff at checkout for 10% off. Nonetheless, Angel, uh, UC Vegas 83 going down over the weekend. Um it was an alright card. You know, I, for an Apex card, it was alright. Don't know they really have too many big complaints about it. Some big, some big knockouts, some big fights. In the main event though, it was one-way traffic. Song you dong, defeating Chris Gutierrez. You know, there's another another apex main event for him. Another time for him to kind of show his skill, and in the end, he just goes ahead and uh dominates another rising bantamweight. What'd you make of his performance? He wasn't able to get out of get him out of there, but it was completely lopsided.
1: It's a little disappointed. I wanted a little bit more out of Chris Gutierrez. It just seemed like Song Dong was just like a step ahead the whole time. Um, man, that failed in Manari role really didn't do good for him, did it? no
0: it did not I mean he was too busy talking shit to guys in the crowd who were trying to fight him so
1: yeah I heard yeah that was the other thing I remember hearing about that what did they even say do you know what they said or along the lines
0: I have no idea what he said
1: did you imagine get up and fight (laughs) 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 bullshit like that probably I mean knowing how the fight game is, would you be surprised yeah exactly Exactly. like I said this one's just kind of disappointing for me people like song you bro he's, he's looking like that guy he's looking like that guy
0: yeah, exactly. And it's just another win. Like I said, he didn't get him out of there. And I don't think he looked too overly impressive, but he was facing a guy in Chris Gutierrez who was, you know, he had a lost sandwich in. But for the most part, he's been pretty damn dominant as of late, beating some bigger names. Um, I wasn't surprised at how easily Song Yudong uh, won this fight. Um, very one-sided. Afterwards, he called for a fight with Piotr Jan. Um, who we'll talk about later in the news section. Peter Dong was busy over the weekend. What do you think about that fight potentially being next for him?
1: I think it's a good one. I think it was the one they were trying to originally make, the, the one that was rumored to be in Shanghai. Um, availability wise, rankings wise, I think that'd probably be the the intelligent path for for Song Yedong. Um, obviously, recently announced, we found out it's official. Or Henry and Marab will be fighting. I mean, Aljamain's looking 145, but there's no an official announcement there. Corey's kind of waiting and you know waiting in for for his kind of title opportunity or for something to come up or something intriguing to him. I don't know. I almost think uh, I'd almost be interested in Aljamain and Corey saying hey, rematch. Someone's no ever mentioned that, but yeah. now that I'm looking at it now, I, I'd kind of be intrigued for that. But uh, kind of it cut my rambling off a little bit there. I think I think Song you know, on Peter and is definitely the direction to go.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I agree. The reason why that one's not going to happen, uh, that rematch. Um, I believe he's moving. You, you said Aljo and Corey Sandhagen, correct?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, Aljo officially is moving to 145.
1: Well, oh, there's um, no if, if buts or when's now. now it's no, the game correct.
0: He, he he said after the title shot was given to Marlon that he was done at 135, and that he wanted the max fight. Still wants Max Holloway. We'll see if it happens. I don't I don't think we'll end up giving it to him. Um, apparently, Aljo. I saw an interview with Aljo's coach, and he said that apparently the Max Holloway fought Max Max Holloway is busy. What does that mean? No idea. But that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, but we're going, going back to back to these guys. Yeah, Song Dong versus Piorion. I'd love to see that fight next. Um, a striker's delight. Song dong still only 26 years old. But, man, he's just getting better each and every time he goes out there. But, you know, I honestly feel like my the guy I want to talk about came from the combing event. i got to be honest with you. Um, because, you know, Song Dong, impressive win, but it wasn't too anything unexpected. Khalil Roundtree goes out there, rocks Anthony Smith, puts him down, you know, gets the stoppage, holding his hand up like he's holding the fucking hammer of Thor, about to unleash it on him, you know? Um, what did you make about his win? And and for a guy, you know, hitting his mid-30s now, Khalil Roundtree, been in the UFC for, you know, over a decade, maybe stretching it, but, you know, about seven years now, I believe, you know? Um, he's really bringing it on and really improving now as he heads into his mid thirties. And he called for a title shot afterwards. Probably not going to get it, but look five, five wins in a row for them by finish. What'd you make about this? Win over Lionheart.
1: For what? I'm not surprised, man. I was pretty confident in this big, just probably my lock of the week. Um, man, he, another finish. He's, which is obviously, it's what you want, right? And, and especially, I hopefully a highlight guy you throw in in there in the mix. Um, no, oh, I mean, it's very nice to see this kind of, uh, I don't, is, will we call it a career renaissance a little bit, Josh? I mean, I remember, like, not even that long ago, we were in, he had that uh, Eric Anders performance, and then it was the, Uh, pr- prior to that, it was the Johnny Walker loss, and then the I, the Ian Katsalava loss, and then the Marcin Procnoe loss, and it was just kind of grim there. And then he came into that Modestus Mucakis fight and chose violence, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Potentially ruining that man's career, but I mean, luckily for for Modesti, he's kind of brought it back a little bit. Got someone outside of the UFC, came back to UC Sadly, recently suffered a loss, but uh, to kind of like get back to, to Khalil here. I mean, look, like you said, multiple multiple finishes in there. His only his only a, uh, the only decision went in there against Dustin Jacoby going to distance. with. arguably I thought he lost, but hey, it is what it is. He got, ended up getting the nod on that one. Look, I think he's due for. For a decent little opportunity here, man, especially with the, 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 the look and shape of light heavyweight at this point in time. Uh, a new face is very important, and he, he moved up to eat. Uh, the only guys sitting in front of him now are Krylov, Walker, Rocket, and Blahovich, and, you know, so on and so forth. But, I mean, for me, Josh, the fight I want to see next is that of Rocket or Blahovich. What they'll go with, I don't know, because I know Johnny Walker, Magomed Mag- 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 and is locked up. I know Yuri just lost, but I, I'm kind of intrigued by that fight, of doing do end up going that direction. Um, uh, Jamal Hill's return date is unknown, and obviously we know he had some legal mm-hmm. trouble there. But I think there's some good matchups there for Kalu Rantree. I think the UFC should capitalize on this and hopefully get him to make a decently sized turnaround and go against one of these uh, guys near higher up in the rankings because he's right smack in the middle right there at eight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look, dude,
1: I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say
0: something kind of crazy, mm-hmm. I, and I, I, it's kind of crazy if Jamal Hill doesn't get back in time. Did you really give a fuck if they gave Khalil Roundtree a solid shot? I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at all, dude. I gotta be honest, dude. That sounds like an awesome fight. He's ranked number eight. You could do a lot worse. Uh, obviously, we don't know what Jamal Hill with his healing. And even if you take a look at the rest of that division, you know, Krylov, Walker is currently booked with Magman Ankolaev. Yavahovich has suffered an injury. Yuri just lost to Alex. Jamal Hill is currently injured. Don't really know. Alexander Rochester is apparently gonna fight Yuri next, though, as well. Uh um, that hasn't been confirmed, but apparently they're in talks. So, I mean, look, dude, I mean, I really don't think it's actually that that far off for him to potentially get one. I mean, a lot of guys sometimes occasionally will just get tile shots by virtue of being the right man in the right time. And if Jamal Hill's not able to to go in like April, May, he is kind of right there, you know? Like I'm just saying, you know. Uh <laughs> So it doesn't seem that feasible for him to be get a title shot, but uh, I liked the call out. I liked that he said it. Um, yeah, man, not not too many big complaints, honestly. But you know, in terms of the rest of the, well, I, one last thing I do want to bring up, I do want to bring up the loser in this matchup, Anthony Smith. Um, this is his, I believe, third loss in his last four outings. Nearly lost to Ryan Span as well, uh, and that was a guy that he dominated in their first matchup two years previous. Are you a little bit worried about it, man? I mean, fifty-six fights deep in his career, he's thirty-five years old, and and facing a guy now. I think probably two or three years ago, this would have been a not not a cakewalk for him, but he probably would have won this matchup. What do you, what do you think about his potential future?
1: I don't, I don't think there's a lot left there, man. Like I said, going into this fight, I think this fight might show us if he's coming or going, and, he, and it kind of looks like he's going a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not. And also, I mean, this doesn't mean he can't stick around in fighting. I think he if he doesn't decide to stay in, in, in decide to still compete, I think him, the intelligent decision would maybe change the level of competition he's taking on. hmm
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean yeah, that's probably the good way to put it. I mean we we were gonna see whether or not he was coming or he's going. Didn't look like he's going. Um yeah, man, it's, it's tough. It's tough. He's, he's given a lot. I think there's definitely matchups for him out there if he does want to keep on fighting. There's definitely fights he'll win. I mean, he's not, he's not that bad, but, uh, yeah, definitely, he's losing fights I think he would have won two, three years ago, and that's the, that's when you start to look at like, oh, maybe it's not. you know, maybe it's time to start looking at closing it out. Um, in terms of the rest of the card, man, uh, a lot of big finishes on this one. Which fights do you most want to talk about?
1: Oh, man. I mean, there's several. Let me say this right now. There's several highlights on this card. Uh We can start with Tim Elliott, man. Tim Elliott coming in on short notice, getting it done due to a submissional win after suffering, not that long ago, a loss to Muhammad Makaya the young and rising star. <laughs> uh, yes, dude, wow. I mean, the the guy is, what, damn near 40? Actually, my bad. I thought Tim Elliott was all over there. For some reason, I thought Tim Elliott was pushing 38. Tim Elliott's 36, but he will be 37 by the end of this month. So we're not that far off. We're only a year. I was only going to be only a year off there. But regardless, I mean, look, about to be 37 at at flyweight. This fight took out – I'm looking at it right now. Did they actually – take they actually ended up weighing at 135? Well, regardless, I think he already announced he's kind of wanted and maybe not looking to chase the title anymore, but, like, be still in like fun competitive matches. I think that's I think that's the right direction to go, man. If he's going to stick around, because he's definitely a fun guy, has a personality and has good skills. I mean, a, a former title challenger. I, I mean, why wouldn't you want to keep that around? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, man. And I look for him to go ahead and just suffer that loss. Because I don't remember that fight was uh, in Abu Dhabi, right? Because that was just two months
1: ago, month and a half yeah, ago. Not, not yeah. even that long ago.
0: Yeah. So super impressive for him to come back here, thirty six years old and full, former Kansas City. Uh, native, former. Uh, and for him to go ahead and beat a younger guy in Sumanagiri, who still show, I still think he has some promise, man. I mean, he was coming off the loss to Match Chanel, which was like a horror movie, but that fight was still crazy. So, for Tim L.A. to come in here in short order to get that win was very impressive. You know, in terms of other fights in the main card, a Hack press, getting a knockout win. Very low key, very low key winning streak for him. Three wins in a row, a couple of good names there. John McDesty as well. I mean, he was a guy that I kind of thought, like, maybe he was. He maybe got pushed too much too soon. He seems to be bringing it back. So, fun to see that. Andre Muniz picking up a controversial win of our park. Jun Yong on the main card as well by split decision.
1: Uh, In terms of the prelims, uh, which fight do you want to talk about? Dude, Steve Steve Garcia, dude, shocking us. Uh, After that first round, it was kind of like, okay, we, we might know the direction of what this fight might go. But Mean Machine ended up getting it done in the second round, coming out with fucking aggression and getting a... What is it? Met- Mitzkal Cal Costa? I always, I can never pronounce this kid's name. I, have heard That's it good. on the bro- That's good
0: enough for me, man. <laughs> they, they,
1: they pronounce it a little bit on the broadcast, but I don't know. I ended up, I thought Costa was going to kind of bag this one, but C. Garcia being the underdog, getting it done. And I think he's also kind of like put a few little wins together right there. Three win streak. Uh, Mahashate, the only one in there, could, could, could almost, you know, maybe history goes a little bit, could be like a five win streak there, but. I don't know. Could we? Is he maybe turning a new leaf? We'll see. Comes out of a good gym, thirty-one at featherweight or at lightweight. You know, there's always a lot of opportunities there. So I'm I'm excited to see if maybe he can continue that going. And Josh, I mean, we need to talk about the Japanese superstar Tatsu Tyra, man. You're goddamn right. We do <laughs> another finish. Getting it done on the feet this time, not to jujitsu. Uh, by the way, nice showing showing us another layer to the game. Uh, it's still crazy to think this guy's 23. The kind of all this young flyweight talent that's been coming up—it's uh, it's awesome to see that it's still continuing to grow and and get better. Um, controversially, though, Josh did not move in the rankings or did not—I I actually I don't think he was in the rankings at all. But did not make either did not move up in the rankings or did not enter the rankings at all. Uh, some people felt some type of way about that. I yeah. actually didn't have that big of an issue with it. Uh, I was perfectly fine with it just because he's so young. He's only—he's just going to turn 24 next year. Uh, I don't know. Give, it, it's okay. He let's give him time. He's, he's going to keep getting better, and like I said, he's twenty three, and his body's going to change. And by the you know, maybe at some point he won't be a flyweight. Maybe he'll decide to make a move up to one thirty five. You know, so mm-hmm. let's see let's see what his plans are going forward. But if, I think I think he will be deserving though. Before before I do cut it off there, I do think his yeah. next fight is deserving of a of a ranked opponent though. Who that is, I don't know, but I'd say give him anybody from ten down honestly. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's the way I feel. I'm not that mad that he didn't end up the rankings. I understand why some people are, but, like, dude, he's, he's, like, 22 years old. He's fucking okay, dog. Like, he's not, he's not, he doesn't have any ambitions of being the youngest USC champion. He's not talking about that. It's flyweight anyways, you know? Like, they don't really even give a fuck about the division. Like, and also, the guys that he's
1: beaten, he's, even his, I'm a huge fan of the kid. He'll, he'll get there quick too, Josh. He's fought he's fought five times since coming I mean, into the UFC. He he made his debut yeah uh, last year like midway last year, and he's already yeah. won five fights. Like he's gonna be there. He's gonna be active. He's gonna get those wins if he exactly. If exactly. He's gonna be there at that level. It doesn't it doesn't even matter. Too. So like
0: don't you know like two of those fights I think happened to cat a couple of those fights happened to catch weight. To the other guys missed weight. I don't think he's beaten anybody with the Wikipedia page. So, like, I get the under... Like, I get why he's not ranked. And so people need to, like, chill about that. Like, and even... I'm a huge fan of the kid. Like, i talked about the kid since his UFC debut, you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago at this point. So, yeah, he'll be fine. I'm not that worried about him. Although I do want to see him, like you said, maybe next time out, maybe facing a guy outside the top. Hey, you know what? Maybe maybe we can go ahead and do Sue few Montageri. Maybe. That'd be fun. Fuck it, you know? Um Definitely fun fights they can do for him. Um... You also mentioned just Mean Machine, dude Steve Garcia, dude. I mean, I, I didn't. I, I was shocked. I, yeah, I didn't. And also, I gotta admit, I didn't think this kid was gonna be good at all. I mean, he came up with the Contender Series. And he fought in Bellator way back in the day. He lost to Joe Warren, I remember. Um, shout out, shout out, uh, fucking former double champion, the baddest man on the planet, Joe Warren. Who so uh, nobody remembers him? One of the Bellator OGs, but yeah, I mean, I didn't think Steve Garcia was gonna be that good, dude. But he's even, he knocked the shit out of Chase Hoover. He won his last fight against Wolverine, who himself was on a tear, you know. Granted, one of those fights might have been rigged, but, you know. <laughs> but, uh, and then he beat Costa, Mezcal Costa. So, dude, I mean, all wins coming by knockout. He's a guy who I want to see get a big fight. I got to be honest, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm so down. I don't give a fuck. Right, give him, give him, give him Bobby Green or something. I don't care. That'd be fun as hell. So, um, and honestly, that's kind of where I'm at now. So I think they should do fun fights, you know. any guys like that, dude, who I have so much respect for. Like, guys that just, they don't look like they're going to be something, and it takes some time, but they're eventually something. Because he's 31, dude. He's going to be 32 in a couple months. Like, he's not he's not where he's supposed to be. But, you know, he's killing it right now. So I love me some Mean Machine. Uh, in terms of the rest of the card, any other closing thoughts on it before we go ahead and move on to UFC 296?
1: No, I mean, I think it ended up being a, uh, it was an acceptable card. Um... Nothing compared to the previous week, but it was still fun. There were some highlight performances, decent amount of finishes, controversies always. Um, was there a bad stop for this card? Did we continue that streak? I don't think there was. Yeah, I really
0: don't think we. Uh, I don't think we had one, dude. I think uh, we were good. Yay! <laughs> just, I mean, I can't think of anyone. Uh, yeah, it was. It was a good night of fights, man. It was a good night of fights. I mean, it was an APX card. Very, it was a very low key card. I got to be honest with you, Angel. I didn't even remember this card was happening until. It was happening. I, I'm, you I'm,
1: know, with, with the move of it and it being, and, you know, we lost a lot of Chinese fighters to out of it. There was supposed to be way more Chinese fighters on this card. Um, I mean, definitely play a part for a while there. We didn't know who the other half of the main event was going to be. So no, I really don't blame you for feeling that way because, yeah, for a while there, we didn't even know what was going to fucking happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Um... Anyways, man, anyways, I mean, that's that's my closing thoughts on it. I don't got anything else to say, but it was an alright card. It was an alright card. It was better than it looked on paper, I will say. But you know what looks fucking incredible on paper, Angel? You know what looks fucking, like, one of, you know it's probably not the best card of the year. But I will say, that, like, eight fight lineup of the main card, not eight, excuse me, nine fight lineup, of the main card in those, that kind of prelims, not the early prelims, but those prelims, dude, Fucking stacked. I mean the UC they don't have a New Year's card like something. No, fuck after. that,
1: Josh. I think the card is stacked actually. Just
0: yeah. Well I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing. You. But I'm just saying, like they don't have they don't sometimes they do those New Year's Eve cards. They're not doing it this year, they're taking off three weeks. God damn it, are they going out with a bang, dude? I mean, the two ninety six is excellent. But in the main event. In the main event. A fight that we have been discussing for most of this year because they announced it all the way back in March. Following Leon Edwards' win over Kamaru Usman, his second straight win, Colby Covington was caged shy and Dana White went to the press conference and confirmed that chaos was next. Colby Covington has not been seen since a win over Jorge Masvidal nearly two years ago, March of 2022, early March. He's 2-2 two and two in his last four. Um, yeah, he is not, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it, look, there, in terms of his resume, there's not really anything good you could say about Colby Covington right now. Um, but at the end of the day, we still know that he is the real deal, a former interim champion. And, look, I talk a lot of shit on Colby Covington, um, mainly this title shot because, let's be honest, it shouldn't be happening. Um, but at the same time, God damn it, do I respect him. You know, he's not the biggest, he's not the fastest, he's not the strongest, but he goes out there, he finds a way to win, he has incredible cardio, and he has the heart of a fucking – he's got the dog in him, you know? But look, I mean that that doesn't always win you fights, man. Um, what do you think about this fight? Give me your excitement level, and uh, who do you got coming out of the main event?
1: Man, I mean it, it's definitely grown a little bit. Obviously, Colby not necessarily the opponent I've been wanting in a championship fight. That's uh, <laughs> why I've seen him quite a bit now, and it hasn't gone his way. But you know, <sighs> it's UFC. you will do what they want. Yeah. For Leon, though, I hope he can he can probably continue continue to shine as a star. Continue to. Show his personality, and, and recently I've, I've seen the kind of like more videos and kind of stuff is getting a little bit more attention and tragic, uh, uh, traffic there, I mean. Um, I saw, I don't know if you saw this, Josh, but did you see they uploaded the DS fight and it got almost like a million views on YouTube? I think it's like a, almost like at 950,000.
0: I did not. I did not know that it got that many.
1: Yeah, no, they uploaded it, uh, maybe a week ago, five, three days ago, and it's already at 950,000 views, approaching a million. Uh, they uploaded the full fight to the UC channel, but, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm, a, I'm sure that's a combination more of Diaz and being a free fight. And I mean, it's a little bit of everything, right? I don't want to just say it's all Diaz, but um, I thought that was kind of interesting. I wonder if that, maybe that shows a little bit of star power going there out of uh, Leon, or maybe it is all well, Diaz. I don't know. He's
0: getting a little bit of a push. I saw he did a video with Leo for uh, Rio Ferdinand, not Leo. He's Rio Ferdinand for uh, BT Sport, so he's getting a little bit of a push.
1: Yeah, it took a little bit. I, I. I uh, Big, uh, I've seen it multiple times now. It's like is Leon Edwards the most unappreciated, the most the most underappreciated champion in the whole UFC, and seen- he probably is, right? I mean, it's probably him or-, or Pantoja, right?
0: I mean, look, we're going into like I don't think there's been like a single fight that Leon's been like the fan favorite going into it. Uh, so, I, and he's, I, and I, he's, I think he's not going
1: to be for this one either, too. <laughs>
0: no, he's not. I mean, look, uh, dude, he t- he talked about it on the MMA Hour. He's you know, and he's correct. Everything is set for a Colby coming to win on Saturday, like and they badly want it. Trump's going to be there, he's going to be caveside. he might even walk out. Colby is this in Vegas? It is in vegas you know okay. it's put in it's put in you know in America. They gave him the title shot after two years for no real reason, you know like it's it's kind of all lining up for him I mean do you but i should i should we should go ahead and say real quickly, I believe going into this fight, Leon is the favorite. First time in a while. Do you think that Colby Cummington, he's coming in here off to, you know, I will say that he's the fan favorite in terms of, like, um, the fans. But in terms of critics, I'd say most people are picking on average to win. Do you think Colby Cummington will be able to come back here? You know, he's had a long time off to train, to watch him. Do you think he'll be able to come back and get a win?
1: I mean, look, we've got to give credit to Colby in, in the areas where he is good. I mean, look, the guy is, I think, when it comes to the gym, being in shape, hard worker there, no doubt about it. Um Cause he does always come in on weight, super great conditioning, great cardio. Um, could, could those things potentially help him in this fight? I think they could. Um, I think if he is on top of Leon the whole time, if he is able to get, is able to chain wrestle well and, and get him to the ground consistently, I think this could be a good night for Colby. Uh, but we've seen that at the same time. Leon has evolved his game. He hasn't proved, he hasn't on down that takedown defense. Shit. Even, he even had his takedown of his own on a, on Kamaru, or reversed it, or one of the two, I can't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And, uh, once again, that showed a new layer to his game. On top of that, um, Leon's striking, technical striking, is it to be significantly better, you know, if, if we're kind of compared to the Kamaru Kobe matchup, is it to be significantly better than what, uh, Kamaru had? Uh, maybe Kamaru had slightly more pop, but, uh, Leon will have that accuracy. And they always say, you know, accuracy, you know, if if it hits in the right spot, it'll take you out. And we've seen that with Leon, he could definitely do that. With the kicks, with the punches. Uh we know he's more than capable of having that ability. I mm-hmm. think Leon's gonna get it done, man. I think he's he's an evolved fighter. He's peaked, he, he's showing the complete package. Um uh, the most shocking result to me in this fight would be a Kobe Covington knockout, uh or any sort of finish on the feet. Uh I think if Kobe does win it'll probably have to come to the form of a decision. Uh on the cards with a lot of wrestling. Um I just don't know. If, I don't think he'll be able to get it done against Leon. I think the first few rounds will will be hard for Leon. Definitely test him quite a bit. Definitely. I'm curious to see how the, the cardio is managed, how he's going to deal with Kobe just coming forward every single round um, and how he's going to be able to neutralize that. But I, I got Leon Edwards the whole way. I got Rocky, mm-hmm. baby.
0: Yep. Yep, you have Rocky. And here's something that we should note, by the way. Um, the rule of 35. I brought I brought this up last week. Um in reference to Anthony Smith. Uh I'll grant you this is a this is a title fight stat. But and do you know the do you know the record of UFC fighters under I believe it's under two hundred pounds? Uh so you know, under light heavyweight and heavyweight, because those are like older weight classes. Do you know the record of their the ages? If you're past the age of thirty five in a title fight?
1: It's like two and twenty or two and thirty, it's something wild like that.
0: It is two and uh two and twenty nine.
1: Yeah, was not that far off? Yeah, yeah, so what's two- that far off?
0: Yeah, you're right, and that those two were Tyron Woodley, and in fact, one Wait, of it was those, Woodley
1: both. I thought it was a mandan one. Amanda was not 35 when she took the title back.
0: No, I mean according to according to what I found, the, the actual stat itself is it apparently both were Woodley. Although they could just be counting men.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, i was I, yeah. I'm always wondering about that. I was just curious. Well, what, like I said, I I believe women last longer, so it doesn't really feel like certain yeah. stats like that kind of work a little different.
0: Yeah. But regardless, man, I mean, it's it's two and twenty nine, and one of the, both of those are, are Woodley, by the way. But one of those shouldn't even count because he was facing Damian my who was over thirty five. <laughs> so, so the only, the one is Darren Till. Uh, look, dude, I respect Colby Covington a lot, and over the course of you know. Over the course of the build of this fight, I have started to doubt it a little bit. Because here's the thing. Like, people are like, oh, you know, he's had two straight camps wrestling. You know, he's facing guys coming in here. Who, and Colby hasn't beaten anybody good in a long time. Like, if you look at Colby Covington's resume,
1: I think he has one win over a ranked fighter. And that's, and that's RDA. What about active fighters? Dude? I don't even know about ranked fighters. Three. Three active fighters. Three. And you have Max fighters? Griffin, Brian Barbarena, and RDA.
0: Everybody else has either been released. Cut, and, where, or time. And, and where are those guys? Uh Max Griffin. Uh, it's just, just coming off a loss. Brian Bard, Reyna, I think he's lost two or three in a row. And then RDA is old as shit. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, look, here's the thing. I respect Colby Covington a lot. I respect his skills. But here's my biggest thing, and this is a general rule. I brought up the 35 rule. Here's the fucking Josh rule, right? (laughs) It's just – here's the Josh rule. If your best performances that people can take from you are losses, then you might not be as good as people think. That's just a general rule. You know what I mean? Like I see this happen a lot where guys will like – guys will lose a close fight, and they'll perform better than what they're expected. So they just apply that as if they won the fight. Like people are like, oh, yeah – Colby Tulvington, he's – everybody always said for the longest time, he's the best welterweight behind Kamaru Usman. Sure, he hasn't fucking fought anybody, but because he was competitive with Usman, we can just say that. So we're just co-signing and just pretending that he beat all these guys because he was competitive with this guy who we lost to. You know what I mean? It, that's the Josh rule. If your best performances are, are losses I and you haven't faced anybody of a certain caliber, I really do question question things. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and take Leon Edwards here. Leon is a more active man. Uh, he's coming in here on a very long win streak. I think the fact that he has had two straight camps to wrestle is a big thing. Um, people talk about, you know, Oh, Colby was able to compete with Usman in the wrestling shit dog. So was Leon, you know, Leon, Leon scored a takedown at Usman too. I'm just saying. Uh, so yeah, man, I think, um, and also Leon is incredibly underrated on the mat. I would, I would advise people to go watch those Gunnar Nelson, that Gunnar Nelson fight. Um, very, very underrated on the mat. If people think he's just going to hit the mat and get dominated, I, I guess I don't know where people expect Colby to have success here, you know? I mean, I know where, but I don't think it's going to – I mean, I could see him winning the fight, but it's not going to be easy, man. Um, it's going to be a close decision if he does. But I do think Leon's going to get him out of there. Um, maybe not maybe not by finish, but I think he's going to pick up the win. I think he's just the, the cleaner striker. He's more active. And, uh yeah, man. He got. I mean, not, and I wasn't even that impressed with Colby's last win over Masvidal, and that was two years ago. You know, against the Masvidal who lost his last five fights, and you know what I mean. So, um, I'm gonna go and take Leon here. Could Colby win? Yes. Is everything kind of lining up for a Colby win? I feel like. Also, kind of. Yeah, but man, could you imagine if Leon knocks out Colby and then goes out and celebrates the Trump? Man, that'd be fucking. <laughs> Goes out there and daps him up, you know, that'd be pretty fucking funny, you know? Um, but yeah, so we'll see. We will see, man. We'll see. Um, not the only gold on, on the line this weekend, though. You brought up, you know, Pantosia. It is kind of funny that the two most underrated champions, um, are, uh, are fighting on the same card, man. Uh, Alexander Pantoja, the UFC's flyweight champion. You know, he's another one of my guys—you know, I'm kind of having my— this is kind of a, a night for Josh's guys, man. I, I, I called for Pantoja and Leon forever. They finally got the gold, and uh, both in some pretty exciting fights this weekend. He will now be facing off against Brandon Royval in a rematch. These two fought just in August 2021. Uh, Pantoja picked up a second-round submission win as a part of his current four-fight winning streak. But since then, man, Brandon Royval, raw dog, you know, hell of a name— He's brought it back. He won three fights in a row, including over Mateus uh, Nicolau back in UFC Kansas City. You and I said up for that one. He deserved the title shot, and it's he's finally going to get it, dude. Um, what do you think about this fight? I mean, on paper, it should be fight of the night. These guys are so exciting.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, these guys are are set for another banger, man. Another? Could you imagine that these guys make potentially another? Fight of the year candidate at Flyweight, which, look, for Flyweights, it wouldn't be a surprise, right? But it, it's wild that it would be another championship fight involving Flyweights. Um, as far as kind of dive into it, man, I mean, Brandon Roebell, fan favorite fighter, kind of has that, you know, he, he, he fights the crowd sometimes, which, look, definitely has not gone in his favor at times. I kind of wonder how he'll come into this. Will he be more centered and focused and not trying to be maybe going super flashing, high And kind of how will that look? How will they? a uh not so much focused on the excitement and kind of getting the crowd going. Brandon Raval could be in a five round main event against a champion in Pantojo. Pantoja one of the most experienced by in the whole UFC. Um uh, obviously one of the best skilled, great jiu-jitsu, good stand up. And look, he's he's not immortal either. I mean he's not he's not uh incapable of losing. He's had losses in his career in the UFC legitimate ones too. No uh, where I, I don't think there was a shadow of a doubt that he lost. Um I think Brandon Revelle's got his, his work cut out for him. I think he, if he makes some mistakes that he made in his previous fight, like following him to the ground and thinking his jiu-jitsu is going to be better than Pantoja's, which it wasn't, and I still don't think it is. Uh, it could, it could definitely be another bad night in the office. I think he, he can make it very competitive. I just, uh, I wonder, are we going to get the same Brandon Rebellis before? Are we going to get someone a little, a little new, showing some new layers? Uh, cause I don't, I don't know if, I and it's nothing against him, but I just don't know if he's going to be, Right now, necessarily, that championship level. But it doesn't mean he can't be. Uh, and look, he's very well that guy who could hit some crazy shit. He's willing to do unorthodox things to potentially get the win. Like, he's there to get the finish at all times. I always reference this to The Kaikara France fight where he got dropped and he got up real quick and threw his spitting elbow and <laughs> rocked Kaikara France. One of the craziest sequences I've ever seen the UFC did. Uh, I mean, just, just stuff like that uh, that you won't see coming. I mean, look, that, that's the danger of fighting a guy like this. Uh, but, for, like I said, Pantoja are all the way from here right now. Yeah,
0: that's how I feel, too. I mean, look, these guys just faced off two, uh, around two years ago. Pantoja, rel- I mean, it was a fun fight. It was an exciting fight, but he did pick up the win relatively uh, easily. Um, yeah, man, uh, I'm going to go and say Pantoja should get the win here. Although, goddamn, would it? Dude, it would be a crazy fucking story if Brandon Royval pulled it off, dude. Like, I, oh, I, I got it. Yeah. I love yeah I love me some pantosha, but I got to admit I'm kind of pulling for him dude. I mean he was he was a guy that was never expected to take be taken seriously. I mean has he
1: has Yes, but you yeah. see that long either? Yeah.
0: No, he hasn't been. I mean he came in during COVID, I believe. He was one of those COVID late replacements. Dude, he signed at fucking, you know, 10 and 4 and and was probably expected. I I mean I don't have the odds on it, but I'm curious how big of an underdog he was for that his debut fight. Against Tim Elliott, man. I mean, this kid is just continually.
1: Oh, he fought Tim Elliott. I don't even remember. In that his debut, that.
0: he was he was a plus one forty for his oh. uh, for his debut. That's
1: actually against that, Tim Elliott. That's not that bad for a former title challenger.
0: Yeah, that's actually not bad at all. But regardless, yeah, um,
1: dude. And not even just that, Dosh. But think about like how different his could have been because he fought Brendan Moreno the week the weekend the Alex Perez Davisson fight went down. Oh yeah, the December main event fell out, and they needed a replacement. The two, the two I think uh, big fights on that card were Moreno and uh, I don't know if it was Moreno and Royval who were the co-main, but regardless, it was definitely Pan, uh, Davidson and uh, I believe it was Alex Press in the main event. And mm-hmm. if history goes different and Val doesn't hurt his shoulder, and maybe he beats Moreno in that fight, maybe it's him in that position to get the title shot the following, you know, the following month or two weeks later against davison like uh, who knows right like just stuff like that you know what i mean Mm. i mean that's why this
0: fight is so exciting dude i mean there's such a good story going into it i mean this guy started off his career i believe five and three you know had to work his fucking ass off to get here he's an underdog too like i would love it i mean i love both of these guys dude both these guys are so likable they're both two of the most entertaining guys in the ufc I'm gonna take Paint to get the win, but if Brandon Roy Vow got the win, I wouldn't be mad at it either. I mean, goddamn, dude. Just a guy consistent. Well, both two guys consistently overlooked, became undeniable, and they're fighting the co Main. I'd love to see it, dude. I love that shit. Um But we're in agreement on that fight. Uh and I'm pretty sure we would probably be in agreement on this one, dude. Uh talking about undeniable, talking about undeniable. There's one name that comes to mind Nomad. Shav Kotrakmanov, 17-0. This guy is a fucking, he's he's a, the fucking Terminator. I mean, since coming to the UFC, Jeff Neal had moments against him, but even then he got co- like choked unconscious and put out cold uh, in his fight against him in March. Shabcott now coming back to face Steven Wonderboy Thompson, the former title challenger, 40 years of age, out to prove that he's still here. He's still championship material, 17-6-1, and six and one, coming off a dominant winner, Kevin Holland, in December. Prior to that, he suffered a couple of losses uh, below Muhammad and Gilbert uh, Burns. But still, still hoping to get a title shot. What do you think about this fight, man? I mean, I'm I'm surprised they got Wonderboy to agree to it. And if it stays on the feet, it could be a lot of fun. But I don't think it's going to stay there.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, look, I think the big question for me, too, is going into this one is, like, how how is Wonderboy going to deal with if the fight does go to the ground? It's only three rounds, which I think is is a good thing for Wonderboy. Boy. Uh, the Charlotte stand up. We've seen it stand up. It's, 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 it's good. I'd say it's not, I wouldn't say it's great. It's not Israel. It's it's not Wonder Boy. Uh, but, and we've seen him get hit, you know, he's been tagged. I don't think he's been rocked yet though. I will say that. Uh, so there is some danger there, you know, Wonder Boy is, you know, more than capable of just throwing something you don't see necessarily from odd angles and stuff like that. And potentially rocking a guy like Charlotte and maybe putting him in some serious danger. Um, Look, I got to chomp on this. I mean, he's younger. He's showing a lot of dominance. He's finished every single one of his fights. I, I do wonder, though, is he going to be able to continue the finish streak, Josh? Because he has 17 wins, 17 finishes. Can he make it 18 finishes and 18 wins? Because Wonderboy's a tough guy to get out of there. Um, and that could also kind of play into, you know, maybe he tries so hard to get out of there he early on or maybe he ends up making some mistakes later on. I don't know. There's, there's factors there that kind of do worry me. But I still got shocked about all the way. But can you imagine a Wonderboy win here? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, dude. It'd be crazy if he could pull off the upset. Uh, And look, there are, you know, maybe he'll test him in some ways, you know? Like, (laughs) um, on the feet, he's still very, very good. And there's a reason why he's getting this fight. Because he thinks he's still a top-level guy. And I think he still might be. It's just that Sean caught Rachmaninoff is a fucking hammer. And I think he's going to go out there and beat Wonderboy, man. I mean, Wonderboy, he's up there in age, and especially on the mat. There was a long time where Wonderboy, you know, he was so quick, and you couldn't really even get close enough to take him down. You know what I mean? Really, the only guy that had success across his entire career taking him down was, was Woodley. And even then, that was in the first fight, couldn't even get him down in the second one. And even then, in the first fight, it wasn't very long. It was like one round, right? Gilbert Burns and Bola Muhammad were able to keep him down for nearly the entire fight. I mean, Gilbert, the two rounds that he won on the mat nearly the entire time, Bola Muhammad the entire time. Shavkat Rachmanov is going to take him down, he's going to butcher him on the mat, and that's going to be that. I mean, I think there will be moments on, on the feet where Wonderboy will have success, and he's got that fucking dog in him. Dude, dude, so many guys would not have taken this fight. And and also, people talked about sh- Wonderboy, they talked shit on him for a long time. You know, he rejected the fight after Paheya missed weight, you know? Um so a lot of people talk shit but uh he's about it and uh I'm happy he took the fight I think it's you know he's game as fuck so I I love me some wonder boy but it's it's not going to be pretty I think he's the real fucking deal so um nonetheless man nonetheless um next up on the main card is another fight between an aging veteran and a young prospect on the rise although I think like this you know, what it, Tony Ferguson's skill level is not at Wonder Boys at this at this point in his career, and Patty Fimblett is not a fraction of the prospect that shopcott is, but you get what <laughs> I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Um similar comparison. Nonetheless, Patty Fiblet not been seen in a year since the winner of Jared Gordon. Very controversial. Um that put him at four on the UC. Tony Ferguson has lost his lack of six. You know, granted he had moments, you know, he's competitive with Diaz. He he dropped Chandler, he knocked down Bobby Green. But still, six losses in a row, six losses in a row. But he feels very confident. He trained with David Goggins. Uh, do you think Hell Week will be enough to push Tony Ferguson over the finish line and for him to pull off a win over uh, the batty on Saturday?
1: Uh, no, Josh, I'm going to just be real with you. I'm, no, I don't think it will be. But look, it's been a little while since Paddy's fought. He obviously had to, had to get surgery. He was dealing with an injury, but he, I'll give him credit. Paddy looks like he's in very good shape. He hasn't been posting a lot, but he doesn't seem like he's been kind of blowing up like he has in the past. So I wonder if there's maybe been a, a change in lifestyle there, You know, which is a good thing, right? Because he was – I don't think it's – people – a lot of fighters talked about this uh, where they were like, I don't know if it's healthy for Paddy to be getting so big – between fights and blowing up like that like inevitably it will come and bite him in the ass and maybe he realized it kind of was maybe that that was also maybe a factor in his last fight why he didn't look maybe as good as people hoped but um look i think there is a path to victory here i think tony could potentially do something uh but at the same time it's almost looking here like they're kind of trying to set up patty kind of for success here you know giving him a name giving someone who wasn't isn't really that far removed from the rankings has fought a lot of dogs in this division has a name you know, we'll definitely bring attention. And uh, I'm curious to see how much how much Patty hype is still left, you know. I, I think we'll definitely see it in Vegas because that was something that someone brought up. They are like, is the Patty hype still there? You know, I saw he saw uh, – funny, uh, this is off topic, but did you see he, he ran into Cody at the PI? <laughs> I don't I remember when Cody called him a sorcerer. I did, I did not see that. You never see when he called him a sorcerer? No, and it, was, it was like around the time Patty made these. He's like, I like him. He's good. Uh, you know, it's it's. He says he can't get knocked out. It was uh, it was after he said, I can't, I can't get knocked out. I'm a scouser. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah. And afterwards, uh, there's a podcast code he was on. He's like, I like Patty. You know, he can't get knocked out because he's a sorcerer.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
1: Just a little bit there for you. Yeah, yeah Josh. I don't know if you knew Patty Fimble, a sorcerer.
0: I did not know that. I did not know that. Well, he's gonna conjure up a win this Saturday night. That's my feeling. <laughs> Yeah, I am um,
1: to
0: say bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, look. Um, I put up a meme about this, you know, about this about this post. I forgot this fight was happening. You know, I just, for some reason, I thought it was 297, not 296. I didn't know it was coming up that quick. Uh, yeah, man. I don't have anything to say about it. I got to be honest with you. I really don't have anything to say about this fight. I mean, uh, look, I mean, Tony Ferguson shouldn't be fighting. He's almost 40 40 years of age. He's taken a lifetime of damage, excluding this six-fight losing streak. Um, He's looked slower and worse just about every time he's gone out there. And, he, dude, he got choked out cold by Bobby Green. I mean, no offense to Bobby Green. Bobby Green's a dog. Uh, Like a fucking great dude. Sure, he just lost, but he was a ranked lightweight. You know what I mean? But, dude... Bobby Green's not a submission guy. <laughs> Bobby Green's last submission win before he submitted Tony. I know you won't remember it because, dude, we, you weren't watching MMA at that time. It was 2013. <laughs> he won a full decade between submission wins, and he submitted Tony relatively easily, too, once he got him on the mat, dude. Um, yeah. I think I think Paddy's going to win, probably by finish. I don't know whether it be knockout or submission, Um this would be an ideal fight for Tony. I feel like, like this is a perfect fight for him five years ago. Perfect. Patty lost, dude. Yeah, perfect fight. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take Paddy Pimlet. The bad he's gonna get back on the right track.
1: Um, dude, what if Tony wins though, Josh?
0: Then we got it. Then you know what? Fuck it, El Khouy. We're back, baby. Championship could you, only.
1: Could you? Could you imagine he goes for a title fight after that?
0: If he wins, they got to book him versus. Con- you know, here's here's what I think. I think they should book the winner and I never I didn't like the Chandler matchup. I feel like they're rushing the Chandler fight. I feel like they should have had the winner of this fight face Connor, honestly.
1: They should have done Connor Tony a while ago though, in my opinion. That's, I think it actually true. I think it could have actually been a, a very good fight for both of them.
0: I agree. Uh, You're not wrong. Yeah. So
1: But I mean I don't know. I don't know if they'll ever do it now. I think now it's too late, like you said.
0: Yeah, probably. Although I think a patty fight would be would be big too. So a Connor patty we'll, fight? Yeah, I think so.
1: Really? What do you think? May, what, it, what do you think Patty would even call out when he does win? Because he's definitely going to call someone out, right? He has to.
0: He has to. I don't know who who will though.
1: I don't know. It, it, he wins, I think they're definitely going to give him a hard push after this, though. Like I, I still think, at the time, whenever they were available, Drew Dover, Bobby Green were still good. I think. These, I mean, I still think they're very good options. Yeah, I think hit Bobby Green after this maybe for Patty would make sense too. You know? <laughs> Bobby Bobby Green coming after a loss, coming off after a loss. Yeah, it sounds perfect to me.
0: Well, yeah, I mean that's kind of the guys that Patty fights, though. So I mean, hey man, I don't think everybody he's fought has come off a loss. No, not everybody. Not everybody. I think Jordan Levitt. Maybe Jordan Levitt. I feel like I can't remember if Jordan, if Jared Gordon uh, had lost the fight. Oh no, he won his last one. Okay, never mind. But anyways, yeah, get the idea here. Um, Patty's gonna go ahead and beat a uh, an old, washed legend, unfortunately. Um, but regardless, that's the way the business goes these days. Uh, Vicente Luque versus Ian Machado Gary will open up the card. Teammates who, whenever this fight first got announced, were actually pretty friendly towards each other. They had that conversation, which they put on social media. Uh Excuse me, Ian Gary put that conversation on social media. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting fight. Right now, Ian Gary he may not come back to kill Cliff after this. Um, what do you what do you think about this fight, man? Very Ian Gary enemy public enemy number one i feel com- comfortable
1: saying you know it's just weird man i i, I don't think he's like there's there's been a lot of back and forth apparently i found out after that whole jeff neil situation that i don't know jeff neil was trying to like custody his children or trying to get more time with neil Magney. yeah
0: correct neil
1: Magney was my bad i messed it up right there
0: no you're good you're good hey,
1: but uh yeah apparently that that might have caused some trouble there with something related to these kids i don't know look um there's a lot going on there. I'm not going to get crazy into it, but fight-wise, though, I think he's a good matchup for, for Ian Gary. Uh, Luke is a tough guy, though. I still think he could cause some trouble, maybe potentially get uh, Gary out of there because Luke has his abilities, but Luke is coming off the whole brain situation. Had a relatively, I'd say, decent performance against RDA. Uh, but I think if Gary's on point, he's on his game, and kind of like the peaks we've seen in him, I think he could have a pretty I think he could probably beat the shit out of Anthony I'm not gonna lie; like, I could see a very mm-hmm. dominant and very impressive, and maybe even like eye-opening performance here, which is gonna piss off the the haters very much. So, which I mean, look for Ian Gary; that's perfect, man. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of somewhere in the middle in this fight. You know, like on paper, I really think Ian Gary might go in there and beat the fuck out of him. Like uh, striking wise, he's a, at a much higher level than Luke a. He is the bigger guy um, at six three. Uh, doesn't have the longer reach, but still, um, yeah, man. I mean, like on paper, like I, I, this should be a fight. But at the same time, I was impressed with Luke's win Winner RDA. RDA spent a lot of that fight in the clinch and I and a lot of doing a lot of cage wrestling. I could see him doing the same thing here. We haven't really seen much of Ian Gary on the mat,
1: so there's a very big question mark there. I think I um, think he has it though. He just hasn't had to use it in the UFC because he's a black belt in judo. He mm-hmm. has decent jiu jitsu. And another thing I did recently, Josh, is have you have you gone back and watched his debut uh against Jordan? I think it was Jordan Williams at the time versus him now. It, there's yeah, been like, d- yeah.
0: There's
1: there's been like significant physical changes. I feel like he's gone a lot cleaner defensively. I feel like he's gotten better. I think this. I mean, this is the moment where if he's going to peak and like make a big kind of leap in this division, it's going to be in this fight. Hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. Here, here's what makes it so interesting. You have Ian Gary. This, this is fucking. I can't make a Conor McGregor comparison. I really want to because they're both Irish, but I can't do it, you know? Um, but this is his fucking nutter for shut-up moment, dude. You have the entire world against you for, for admittedly some stupid fucking reasons, I think. I think the reason why people should be mad at Ian Gary is that uh, he talks shit to Luke a in his comment section, uh, even though they're teammates, and, you know, uh, that really pissed off a lot of other people at the gym, and also him talking about gym stuff in general. I don't really give a fuck about his wife. Um <laughs> Don't know why I would, you know. I'm a grown ass man. I have my own shit to deal with. But in terms of MMA, yeah, I think that you know he's public enemy number one, including in his own gym right now. Brendan Allen, a couple of other guys. Luke A himself said he's not sure if he's going to be allowed back, um, because of the, some of the stuff and the shit that
1: he's talked. You know, what 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 he even say, Like, what's been the like, the he made the-
0: he made fun of um Luke A for getting baptized. I guess Luke A got uh, baptized. Yeah, that was a big – that was a thing. People didn't like the fact that he also talked shit to Neil Magny and also Jeff Neal. Um, honestly, it's it, – and also apparently he took – he didn't tell Luque that he was going to use that phone conversation and like he oh, put I it didn't up. Oh, I know that. So that's another thing. It just – a lot of – there's been a couple of guys who come out from – even Michael Chandler – who talked about it, he's like you know i don't really like that ian gary is a he's a me fighter not a we fighter
1: you know just like little stuff here and there that as teammates hey i i i'm I mean, gonna I hate to say this right now though but it, it isn't a team sport though there is no team, it's not i like i i'm gonna have and look i i get it because there is Kamar like there there is like this uh brotherhood and like friendship in the gyms right but i at the end of the day look if we really want to break it down i mean it's if, if he wants to read that championship level it's not going to be because of Vincente Luque, Michael Chandler, and I'm I'm gonna even go as far as like even the coaches, dude. It's because at the end of the day, he still has to show up and perform on the night of. You know what I mean? And granted, uh, good you know having good teachers, learning the techniques, and all that is a thing, and having good sparring, that you know and having great teammates that make you know you know what they say, iron sharpens iron. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's definitely a thing, but I don't know. I, I gotta I'm gonna gotta kind of get on Chandler for that one. I, I can't be fully on board with that one. I'm not gonna lie. Well, he wasn't saying it
0: in that. He wasn't saying it to be mean. He was just more or less saying like, yeah. Oh. And he he said too that like, there's other guys in the gym that are like that too. So he yeah.
1: gets it. And I get the principle. I get the sentiment. But you, you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah. But uh anyways,
0: man. Yeah, I uh I'm gonna go and take Ian Garrity. Got the win here. Could could Vincente Luque. Have some moments. I think he'll probably get into the graphic. We'll probably have some moments up against events. We're going to learn a lot about Ian Machado, Gary. We're going to find what he's really made of. And that's why I'm excited for this fight. I don't hate the kid. I really don't. I mean, I get why some people do. And you mentioned his debut, uh, his debut fight. I remember after that Jordan Williams fight, I was like, this kid's not legit at all. Because Jordan Williams is a very good. And I remember he rocked him in that one. But you're right. He's improved significantly. So it's really just a matter of him putting it together on Saturday now against the former teammate of his. Regardless, um, what do you think about these prelims, man? A lot of great matchups. Which ones do you most want to talk about?
1: Uh, To be honest, I think we just got to kind of make our way down, dude. Bryce Mitchell, Josh Emmett. Coming in our short road is Bryce Mitchell, which I didn't think they were going to go to Bryce Mitchell. Route. I actually didn't think Bryce Mitchell was really an option, but I guess he ended up being one. Um, I think a good fight for Bryce Mitchell. The right part. I think actually, in actuality, it ended up kind of working out for both these guys. Because I think this is kind of the right fight for both of them.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but you, I, I gotta, I gotta admit to you. I don't, I don't know how you feel, but uh, dude, of all the fights on the prelims, not to kind of skip over that, but of all the fights on the prelims, dude, Cody Garbrandt, Brian Kelleher, is a fight that I would have never thought of, but is.
1: A fucking banger, dude. Um, that's you know what's weird, though? Yeah, go ahead. Don't you worry for, for, for him a little bit in this fight, which is something you would have never thought about previously either, though. Cody or Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Cody.
0: <laughs> no, I'm 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 joking. Yeah, I mean, I think this is actually going to be a competitive fight. I could see Brian Callagher winning this fight,
1: especially if he's going to be on the feet, too. Which, which like, like what I'm going to get to, dude, it's, it's kind of yeah. mind-blowing to me, like, with how, at one point in time good Colby, you know, Cody looked, mm-hmm. you know, and well, not even that he's, I mean, he is a, he's a former, former champ. I mean, it's so weird to say, but yeah. it's, it's true. Yeah,
0: exactly. Dude. I mean, I just, it's, it's crazy to me now. Well, look, I, I, I think he's probably going to win this one, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think about sometimes the downfall of Cody Barber because it's not really much of a downfall. Cause like, Look, there were a lot of people who probably don't know uh, because it was, like, this fight was almost eight years ago at this point. It makes me feel old as shit, but the fight's almost eight years ago at this point, his fight with Dom Cruz. But, like, he wasn't supposed to get a title shot for that fight. Like, he – I can't remember who they skipped over for that one. I think maybe – I think it was, it was Dillashaw. It was TJ Dillashaw. They skipped over Dillashaw to give the title shot to Cody, and Cody had beaten one ranked guy. So he, he came out of nowhere for the title fight, lost the title, and immediately went right back, you know? Um so, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about that he's a former champion and all that. Um, I think he might win this fight, but at the same time, dude, Brian Kelleher can fucking crack, dude. So, if he's not careful out there, uh, I could easily see him losing this fight. Um, Josh Emmett, Bryce Mitchell, I like that Bryce coming in here on short notice. He needs a win, but so does, so does, uh, so does Josh Emmett, dude. Josh Emmett got fucking brutalized in his last fight. That Iliad Saportia fight, I believe, was the most lopsided fight in UFC history. I mean, I don't have um it's right up there, I can't think of it, the Canadian guy, but anyways, it's fifty forty two on the scorecards. Um so yeah. Way back Carlos in the day of with- Newton? Huh? <laughs> Carlos Newton? No, it was it Carlos <laughs> Newton? No. I don't know. He's a um, guy.
1: was it no, I know,
0: I know. I think it was David Lazo though. I think it was <laughs> David Lazo got fifty forty two against um was it Jesus. Was it Rich Franklin, I think? Yeah, he got fifty forty two. so. That, they didn't that's, stop the fight? <laughs> nope. So, Josh Shem and David Lazo were on the the wrong end of the worst beatings in UFC history. Uh, but nonetheless, though, uh, in terms of the rest of the card, man, Irene Aldana, Carol Rosa should be fun. Casey O'Neill back against Ariane Lipski, that's a very interesting fight. Casey O'Neill will see if she can get back on the the right track with that one. Early prelims, man, Um Benny, one you want to point out? Any closing thoughts on this, uh, this card as a whole?
1: Dustin Jacoby, Alonzo Menifield looks like it should be a banger. Uh, another, by the way, one that's like gone on the radar: Randy Brown, Muslim Muslim Both kind of, I don't. Know, is Randy Brown actually still ranked? I'm actually, I'm actually curious about that. He's not. So both of those guys trying to kind of trying to fight back for to be in the rankings again there because they were both kind of around there at one point. Or I think they both were right near the low rand at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, that's like an exciting fight there for me. And I, uh, there's certain fights that I wanted Muslim Salikov or certain matches I wanted him to get. This one is not the one I wanted, but but I'll enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh fair enough, man. Yeah, you. I can't believe I skipped right over Alonzo Medifield, Dustin Jacoby. That's gonna be a fucking banger. A guy, dude, Alonzo Medifield, a guy I never saw coming to, By the way, I mean, I remember I thought he had some potential when he first came to UFC. But his current four-fight winning
1: streak, dude,
0: very, very impressive. I mean, very, some very of impressive.
1: those losses in there are still kind of rough to look back at. Like they Devin, really are. That's what I'm surprised. Like Devin Clark, William Knight. Who William Knight isn't even in the UFC anymore, I think. No, uh, he's he, not. Yeah. Yeah, and he lost even outside of the UFC. Like after getting cut, the OSP went okay. Well, OSP, you know, has a lot of experience, been around the game for a while. But even then, still an old OSP, he lost to. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, William Knight's going through some shit, dude. I mean, so that, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a break. He said that he had a bunch of family members die, like uh, before his last UFC fight, and then he did nothing in that one, and then he lost his next one. So I'll give him a pass. But yeah, I mean, there are some of the losses in there for the the midfield that are a bit rough. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, dude, this UFC 296 card is fucking excellent. I couldn't be more excited about. Oh my him. god,
1: Josh! Yeah, our boy William now, Knight now is offering one-on-one training. He charges. Thirty five dollars for thirty minutes, forty five dollars for one hour.
0: <laughs> on what? Like, where did you find this? Instagram.
1: Yes, it's on his Instagram.
0: Angel, that's it. We're gonna. Is it over Zoom or something?
1: Uh he's. It says local training one on one. But honestly, he should go online. I'm sure he could plenty of people. I'm sure he would. Yeah, I mean, he's he's in great shape. I'm sure he could definitely get some people going. But
0: anyways, man, yeah, UC296 is an absolute fucking banger. Couldn't be more excited about it. But, Angel, we do have uh, some more stuff to talk about here on the show, including this is not Angel. It's not the only fight going down this weekend, dude. Um, Jake Paul will be making a return very low-key. I mean, he's outright said he has no interest in promoting this fight. Uh, so Jake Paul will be returning to the ring on December 15th, this upcoming Friday, against Andre August. Andre August, record 10-1-1, one one. Uh, you know, mostly light heavyweight. Prior to his most recent win in August, which was by decision, he had been out for 40 years. It's easy to see why they picked this guy. However, we'll see what Jake Paul's really made up as he faces a guy that does have, you know, he's an, he's an actual pro boxer. You can't really say that he's not, dude. You can't really say it's a Tommy Fury situation. This guy's an actual boxer. Um, what do you, what do you think about this one, man? I think it's gonna be a very, uh, it's gonna be an interesting night because we'll also talk about it in a minute, but there's more influencer shit going on as well.
1: (laughs) I mean, we kind of, we kind of talked about it privately. We, we brought up the fact that, like, not every fight, until we see he's, you know, kind of, at whatever level we expect or wanted to be at, none of his fights are gimme. So I, I'm not like dead set that this Andre August fight is going to be a, a walk. I mean, like, and you always bring the the reason they picked him. I do understand that there's definitely a reason they picked him. But even then, I I you still can't pick Jake Paul without a doubt in every single one of his fights because he didn't have an amateur career. He didn't come up and he didn't have a bunch of fights before he was 18 in Mexico. He at 17 years old when he turned pro and he's like that. You know, he fought. Hmm. You know, a lot of guys from uh, you know MMA, not really any boxers, or just people who, and even then the MMA, MMA guys weren't like guys who main focus or original foundation was boxing or whatever. So, I am curious to watch this Andre August bout and see if he's still growing, still evolving. If he does walk through him, I'll actually be pretty impressed. I know a lot of people won't because it will be like, who is Andre August? What relevance does he have? But the thing is, at the same time, it's like, what kind of relevance does Jake have? And the boxing world stuff, I mean, we bring this up every time, you know. We're always wondering, what is he going to improve on? What layer, you know, what is he adding on to, you know? So, don't be surprised if, you know, we get an unexpected result. Mm. Yeah, I mean,
0: look, here's, here's the way I, I feel about it. Um, Andre August could win this fight. He absolutely could. I mean, I've watched a lot of film, not a lot, but I've watched some film of him. He is a great left hook. Um, he seems to... Seems to be a clean puncher. It uh, seems like he has a fair bit of power. Not, not a whole lot. I mean, he's not really knocking out a lot of these guys. I mean, there's a reason why they booked this fight. Jake Paul's team is very intelligent. They're not fucking stupid. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Jake Paul to win if we're making predictions. Uh, could Andre August pull off the upset? Yeah, probably. I mean, at, at Jake Paul's current skill level, I mean, he's going to get hit. He's going to – he's not a world beater. He's going to – Deal with some challenges. This fight's all about gaining experience, if, and he says that he's a real boxer, and yada yada yada. So, it makes sense for him to take this fight. But, regardless, dude, I do wanna ask you, uh, do you think this fight will get more viewers, or do you think it'll be KSI's, uh, sparring match with speed?
1: <laughs> dude, I wouldn't be surprised if KSI's sparring match with speed, which, why are they sparring? It's so fucking random. I mean, it's, it's fun, it's, you know, it's whatever, but I just thought it was random as fuck. Is that going down this weekend?
0: It's going down at the same exact time that Jake Paul will be. Uh, oh, fighting.
1: he he did that on purpose. Then that's all mental yep. warfare right there.
0: Yeah, well, and that's that's it's going to be streamed on YouTube. There's no reason for them to fight other than KSI just wants to one up Jake Paul. Apparently, they put a hundred thousand dollars on the line for the sparring match.
1: That's actually hilarious. Who called out who there?
0: I, I am assuming it's Speed, because I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't so know why.
1: I, I guess it was mutual, yeah. Probably. I
0: mean, if I had to assume.
1: Dude, that'd be funny if JJ sparring match, free sparring match whose Speed got more views than Jake's fucking fight.
0: Exactly. By the way,
1: did you see JJ and, and Logan were at the fucking Chiefs game? I did see that, yeah. They were scouting out uh, talent,
0: apparently. No, no wide receiver talent, because that doesn't exist on the fucking team, but... Uh, could <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if my became a prime athlete? That'd be pretty crazy, dude. That'd be pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, they've already, they, they got a couple in, I mean, I didn't expect Bud to become a fucking prime athlete, but he is, so. I dude, mean.
1: I knew, I knew, I knew Prime made it when I was in Quit Trip and I saw it there. In Quit Trip now. They have it at Quit by the way, now. Done, done deal. But, uh, <laughs> I was in Quit Trip and I saw an elderly man. I'm talking elderly, Josh. Like, like walking with a cane type deal. And yeah. went, grabbed his bottle of Red Prime.
0: <laughs> what a guy.
1: <laughs> I what a fucking a, icon! I think, I think I think he was a vet too. So shout out to him for his service. Shout out that guy! Shout out that guy! Yeah, dude, Prime's killing it right now. I think he grabbed really... too at that. I think he grabbed the ice pop one and the red one, dude. I still remember this very vivid. Look
0: wow. Well, they're they're the they're, they're the uh, man. I think they're the number four uh, largest sports drink in the world. Really? They're, huh? Really? Yeah, they are behind Body Armor, Gatorade, Powerade, and that's it. Wow.
1: I mean, look, those, those, and that's impressive, because to think about how long those other ones have been on the market and, like, been killing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, probably the newest one out of those, I would assume, is uh, Body Armor, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And then, I mean, obviously not not including Prime, but, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Fun fact of the day.
0: Fun fact of the day? Yeah, man, um... Yeah, I will. I will. Regardless, I'm intrigued to see Jake Paul's return. Intrigued to see KSI sparring match if they have a lot of production value. I think it's cool that he's streaming it on YouTube. I also think it's just really, really funny, dude. I mean, <laughs> they can't I'm, fight. I'm guessing it'd be
1: super trolly. I think it's to be super trolly more than anything.
0: I that's what I expect. That's what I expect. Um, but yeah, that'll be fun. Um, speaking of just weird shit,
1: uh, did you see Conor McGregor face off with Piotr Jan over the weekend in Dubai? Dude, which is, it's even weird. Islam was there too, like randomly also there.
0: Yeah, Islam was also probably paid a lot of money to sit ringside across, across from Connor, by the way. So, I wonder if they originally wanted to do an Islam face off with Connor and Islam didn't. I have no inside information, I just wonder, you know?
1: I well, you know, yeah. I don't know, this is just weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, what the, I gotta admit, I know, I know a lot of people were, were clowning on Connor for it. I think it's kind of funny that Conor McGregor just randomly shows up at, at fight events around the globe and just faces off with random fucking people. I mean, he's, he did it, you know, with Chandler. He already, he already did Chandler in the Ultimate Fighter Cage. He faced off with Mike Perry. You know, he faced off now with fucking, with Piotr Jan. Who will be next, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I really don't have anything to add to this. Uh, Outside of the fact that... I guess the IBA president was there and said that these two are gonna box next year. Um Who was in box next year? Piotr Jan and Connor.
1: Yeah, I'd love to see it.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's gonna fucking happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, man. Uh very, very funny. I think I think Connor's Connor just randomly showing up and facing off people is pretty funny, but regardless. Um speaking of lightweight, speaking of Islam Makhachev, we just talked about him. Uh he recently did an interview. Um, Islam doesn't give a lot of interviews, but he actually talked a fair bit. For one, he said that he has no interest in fight facing Charles Oliveira or Armand Sarukian next. He said he's done with rematches, actually. Part of the reason he wants to be done with rematches is because he's not really sure how much longer he's going to be doing this. He did not see himself doing this till 40. In fact, he may only have a couple more years in him, and he wants fresh fights. With that in mind, he called out Justin Gaethje. So I will ask you. What do you think, man? You want to see Justin Gaethje versus uh, Islam
1: Makhachev next for the lightweight title? I mean, not not really. No, <laughs> I was down <laughs> for the. Char- up, I, I was down for the Charles fight, man. I, I want to see that rematch. I mean, Charles is still right there. You know what I mean? I know that fight went down already. He did lose, but I mean, shit, dude, he took down Benilde in in pretty easy fashion. you know. I I didn't know if fucking Arman was gonna be able to top it, but he did. But I I don't know. I'm still interested in that fight, and, and there's no point of running back fucking Charles and Justin really unless you want to like title eliminator. But you know that fight really isn't that far removed, and Arman's right there in the wings whenever he's ready. I don't know. I mean, it's I'm I'm I just want to see him fight. You know what I mean? If They do go to fresh, race, sure. Fuck it. Uh, Justin Gaethje Islam isn't. I don't know, it doesn't interest me as much as uh, Charles Islam does for some reason, personally.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I, there's there's a lot of fights that I would love to see Islam Makachev in, and i got to be honest with you, a fight with uh, Justin Gaethje is probably at the bottom of the list. Um, because, I mean, let's be honest here, we've kind of already seen – We are we really going to pretend that we don't know what's going to happen here?
1: Like, you, <laughs> Are you know, really I, do this? I, and I hate to be that guy, but at the same time, like, if we're kind of putting resume versus resume against Charles and Justin, like, at this point in time, Charles is better. I mean, Justin has failed twice at getting the title. He's lost to both the champ and the number one contender because think Charles still holds number one position in their UFC rankings. Like, yep. I don't know, man. Like, that doesn't that doesn't get me going when I know Charles is available. You know what I mean? Mm.
0: Exactly. Exactly, dude. Um. Yeah, I don't. I'm like, look, I, Islam probably won't get what he wants. I mean, I got to be honest with you. Like, he's a big cash cow for the UFC, but they. I don't want to say they don't care what he thinks, but I remember last year we had like a similar conversation because he said he wanted to fight before Ramadan and he wanted to fight this guy and he was ready for fresh fights and yada yada yada. And he might have even called out Gaethje at the time too. It's like a guy he wanted to face, and they just didn't schedule him. The state for Abu Dhabi ended up facing, you know, Volkanovski in a rematch after being scheduled for a rematch with Charles. So they probably won't give a fuck what he thinks anyway. But, yeah, it is interesting. It is interesting. Um, regardless, we do have a couple more pieces of news to go ahead and close out the day. Uh, George St. Pierre, some people were speculating that uh, he will be involved in Dana White's super fight for 2024 George St. Pierre recently confirmed at UC Media Day that he may do a grappling match in the future. In fact, he probably will, but he is 100% done fighting. So we can go ahead and take GSP off the board, Angel. Uh, GSP will not be fighting again. Uh, so that's one fight down. Um, we still aren't any closer to finding out, though, who it may be. Um, you already know to, who it
1: is, Josh. Who, who do you think it is? Dude, you already know Pahea is bulking, dude. He's getting ready to go up to heavyweight and take on Tam, uh, to take on Tom Aspinall and capture his third title. Jokes
0: aside, I've seen some people suggest that. Um That fu- yeah, he'd fucking maul him, dude. <laughs> Tom Aspinall would maul Pahia, dude. That's that's crazy. Um but Maybe,
1: uh yeah. I, well I'd be interested. If they made it happen, I'd be down for it. I'd be really hyped for that. I'd I wouldn't probably... be mad. I hate, I wouldn't be mad at it. I'd watch the fight.
0: You know I, I'd watch the fuck out of that, dude. I can would it? too. I would. I don't think that fight would be close for a fraction of a second though. But that's just my thoughts, man. There's only so much you can push weight, you know. And I understand he's a big guy, but it's a lot of difference between grappling a uh, 185 one uh, hundred and five eighty five pound fucking you know I can't even think of the guy that he uh, that he first faced when he came to the UC, the guy that took his back, Greek guy, who we've talked about on the show since. Big difference between that, though, and Grappling Thomas. Oh,
1: Andre Mikulaitis?
0: Yes, there's Mikulitis. a
1: big difference between... between uh, hey, Andre Mikulaitis is about to win potentially the Octagon fucking 100 million or 1 million euro tournament, bro, so... Well, he nearly won that fight. I mean, I, I always bring that up. I mean, we're... We're
0: really not far away from a reality where pay hey, gets submitted in the first round and none of that shit happens, you know? Um, regardless, though, dude. Uh, yeah. I, uh... Yeah. I don't know who's going to be of all the damn wide Super Fight for twenty twenty three or uh, 2024,
1: excuse me. He's already shut down so much shit. Like, who could it be? You know what I mean? Exactly. Because like, I don't think John Steep will be available at the time. You already said it's not Connor. Like... Aspiral's on ice. He said he's not gonna yeah, tell I like, anybody else. Either. I'm 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 still thinking probably the most realistic option is probably gonna be Izzy Baha light at light heavyweight. But outside of that, dude, like there's nothing I could because you already yeah, I think he, and he also said uh I think it was your article, Josh. He also shut down Ronda and Brock already too, right? Correct. He shut down Ronda and Brock. Although although like
0: let's be honest here, we shouldn't really believe anything Dana says. But yeah, I mean, he did yeah. shut down those two. Yeah. He shut down a lot of things to, to the point where it's like, maybe maybe it's not a super fight, it, Yeah, maybe it's not a super fight. Maybe don't you fucking tell me that fucking Juliana Pena versus fucking I don't, uh, I don't even know.
1: And uh, look, they did say Max Holloway's getting ready, but I'm like, but we did. I mean, at that point, the only thing I can think of like Max Holloway, Dustin Poirier, 155. You know what I mean? Or or
0: Gaethje because he called out Gaethje, but Gaethje said no.
1: Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I I don't know, Dana. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Dana, drop us some hints. You know, I, it's, the thing is, UFC 300 is really not that far away. It's like, like we'll be in January soon, and we're gonna get two pay per views pretty quick. Following, like in like uh, we'll be in January, and I'm pretty sure the following one will be uh like two weeks after that or something like that. It'll be it's pretty quick. Like here, let me pull it up real quick. I'm actually mad curious. So, following, going into next year, the first pay per view of 2024—it's so weird to say—will be January 20th. The following one will be February 17th, Josh, which will be two three weeks later. That'll be UFC 298. At that, at which point, will only be two cards away. And I mean, that really isn't like we're not we're not far, man. And we know O'Malley Vera is going down March 9th. Where the fuck is UFC 300 happening? And who's the main <laughs> event? I need to know.
0: Exactly, dude. Exactly. We have no idea. No idea. We're not anywhere closer either, you know?
1: That's what I'm telling you. It has to be Izzy Bayer. It has to be.
0: Yeah. It's the only thing that we can think of. But dude, we'll the, to, the we'll betting
1: on to try to figure out that shit must be incredibly good, good payout. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be crazy, dude. Gonna be crazy. Um Regardless, we got another we got another fight Out. Annou- we not excuse me, not fight announcement, another fight related announcement though. Um the Ultimate Fighter Season 32, we are like the only people on Earth. Wait, what? That... we're getting another season? You didn't hear about this? <laughs> no. Oh, there we fucking go, dude. <laughs> you, you know me, I, I watched every season since
1: they brought it back, so that's how you know it's bad.
0: I know, dude. You and I are like the only people that were doing weekly recaps of the show, um, and they announced very low-key that the Ultimate Fighter Season 32 will be going down next year. Uh, middleweights and featherweights will be the fighters. The coaches have yet Ooh. to be announced. Uh, I guess, Angel, who do you, who do you want to see, I guess, as the, the coach? I mean, any, any ideas who could
1: potentially be? Dude, I don't know why, but I got a weird feeling Grosso Shevchenko could be the coaches. Ooh, that makes a lot of sense. I don't think they would do Lee and, uh, someone else, right? Or Tatiana, you know, or, or Amanda Lemos or whatever, whoever they could possibly think of. But I'm I'm thinking because middleweight no, welterweight no, lightweight no, two oh and heavyweight I I doubt it'd be asking on someone else. Bantamweight no. I mean when you when you start breaking it down, I think that makes the most sense, Josh. Mm-hmm. So another lady led season, which I think is cool. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, the
0: reality is there aren't too many people available. But also, that one makes a lot of sense because is still healing right now, I believe. Uh, she don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah. I think a, a Flyweight season would be cool with whoever the winner, because I think the personalities down there at Flyweight could be pretty cool. But I, I'm assuming, it, I would just, I would think, the most realistic option, in my opinion, would probably be that. Because I doubt they would do another season with uh, uh Juliana or Raquel Pettington and uh, who else is? Myra Wenisover or Holly, you know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It. So, uh, I think that's the most realistic option at this time, but that could be subject to change. But middleweights and featherweights, usually, but I mean, I guess in the past they haven't had fighters from the same weight classes, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Volk would, or Ilya would do one of those seasons at this time. I just don't see it happening, so, yeah. I I, I like that. I, that was a pretty good di- deduction right there, some good to yeah. right there. Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I really think it might wind up
0: being Grasa, the Grosso shirchenko just by virtue of the fact that She's still hurt, so might as well put him on that show, dude. I mean – but we'll see. We'll see. We still got a ways to go, you know, Um, because this was just announced either yesterday or the day before, I believe, so still do don't we, have really any details.
1: Do we do we have any rumors of the fires that potentially could be on it? I'm sure they'll get leaks soon. No, but they part.
0: are – no, but they are officially casting now. They just wow. – they just put out – that's the whole reason we found out is they put out the casting call.
1: Oh, uh, someone, someone leaked some shit in us. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah, but anyways, man. Um, last bit of news: Clarissa Shields, dude. Um, Clarissa Shields. Some some footage got leaked of her being dropped in sparring. Uh, the clip was apparently from four years ago uh, by a six and one male pro boxer. This this video is making the rounds. Uh, considering Clarissa Shields. probably you know a bit of a karma thing because she said that she could beat up any any male boxer, including like who did she call out? Was it Keith Thurman? Um yeah, this video got leaked. So a lot of people are taking their turns, kinda kinda kicking her while she's down. What do you what did you think about it? man? Have you seen the video? What'd you think?
1: Yeah, I mean look, uh you know, some people were saying like this is why uh women shouldn't spar with men in the in and you know when they're at their gyms, but I'm like, the thing is they really don't have a choice though. There's not there's probably not enough women in the gym for her to practice with anyways, like any gym. So it's not even like she really has that option. For one to educate people on that uh because I, I saw that kind of being like a reoccurring thing on top of that it's i mean it's just one of those things that could happen in generally for the most part guys try to like pull back a little bit and not not allow those things to happen but at the end of the day it's exploring and those things could happen uh but this guy really was an asshole though and did take out the padding out of his gloves i mean that's just a dick thing to do yeah
0: exactly like there's I, look, I don't, feel,
1: I'm not a huge Clarissa
0: Shields fan. Like, I think she's, I mean, I don't, I guess I don't have any beef with her. Like, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel one way or the other is my point, right? Um, but yeah, like, I saw some people taking their turns, like, oh, dude, you, you drop that bitch. Like, oh, you know, like, if she really, if he really took the padding out, first of all, posting the clip is fucking, and he posted the clip himself. This was not leaked.
1: And, and, and he was taking, he was taking, you know, he was like, yeah, I did that. You know, he was kind of rocking with it.
0: Yeah, like, I, look, I got to say this, dude. If you're really bragging about dropping, like, a woman five years later, and, like, after sparring, dude, like, wow. Like, what a bitch, dude, you know? Like,
1: I <laughs> does that I say about me him, up, right? still. Huh? What does that say about him, right? Yeah, I mean, look,
0: it's one thing if this, is, like, got leaked or something, but, like, the guy himself going out there and... <laughs> Did you see how
1: she followed it up, though? She posted footage of, quote-unquote, the... Guys she rocked or hurt in sparring.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I don't
0: I don't like a lot of the videos that she posted from sparring either. But at the same time, you know, it's like, dude, come on. Come on, dude. Like, you really didn't have to do that, you know? Just kind of just kinda looks sad, I guess. Um, yeah, dude. I don't have any deep thoughts about this for Clarissa. We're still waiting to see when she's going to return uh, to either the ring or the cage. Um, but, yeah, man got all we got any closing thoughts on this or anything
1: else you want to talk about no nothing specifically man i'm just excited to come back next week recap the uh the last pay-per-view of the year uh fuck dude all these these results i'm, I'm so excited to find out how the rankings are going to shift everything and kind of the last look and on top of that josh by the way next week i have this saved on my phone we will be taking a look back at the pound-for-pound rankings at the end of 2023 and comparing them to the pound-for-pound rankings in 2024, or in 2022. And I say the 2022 ones, 2022, 2022 ones, and we will be comparing them to this year's 2023 power rankings.
0: Fair enough, dude. Fair enough. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun going down next week. And also, this is, uh, if the guys don't know, it's going to be a big weekend. Uh, I'm only one Fight ahead of Angel, (laughs) one fight ahead of Angel. So
1: you know we'll see. Did we did we we split on any picks? I don't think there's even so. I don't even think. uh, Oh well,
0: I guess that's your fault, dude. You got to pick an upset, bro.
1: (laughs) Someone has to. I I don't know. I mean, I I think everybody that picked is who I'd still go for. You know, I don't think. Fair enough. Fair enough. enough. You did wait. Did you pick Luke or, or Gary? You picked Gary, right? I picked Gary. We we, we we picked the exact same one, so, yeah, I mean, I guess I boned it. But even then, I might have not boned myself, you know what I mean, because I could technically pick all five fights right or four fights right or whatever they are. Yeah.
0: But I don't really disagree on any of those. Well, I mean, you can also change your pick by the time that uh, the show goes up and we'll put something, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, I, don't think,
1: I don't think I will. I guess I'll just rock with it, and, and that's it. I mean, I guess I'm going to lose this year, game <laughs> <laughs> My one pick, though, I think that's not bad.
0: Yeah, no, that's not bad. But regardless, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Last UC card of the year. I'm at Josh Noff on Twitter. He's at AngelRtake underscore over one. I court down for all things relating to the show. Uh, we'll be back. We're gonna have video, uh, podcasts going for the rest of the year. Obviously, next week we have Wilder and Joshua in the boxing. We have have the Sound Off Awards. We have, we have coverage. So, don't you worry, guys. No MMA, but we'll, we'll find some fun stuff to talk about. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace. And Buddy Grease. Mouth click. So do you want to save the sound off awards of for the week after?